What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of After Hours. I really appreciate you all for being here. Thank you for the love on the last episode. Let's get into it. I've been noticing an interesting pattern of people who are against wearing masks. Um, my personal opinion on that is just wear the mask. It's the law now, and it really is in your best interest. Um, so just make it easier for everyone and just do it. With that being said, I have been seeing a lot of people who are complaining about not being allowed entry into certain businesses or whatever because they aren't wearing a mask. They're getting very upset about this, but I find it funny how these same people were the ones who were talking about George Floyd and Elijah McClain and every other black person who was murdered and they say, oh well, just if you want to avoid confrontation, just follow the law. So for that, I tell you, anti-maskers, if you want to avoid confrontation, why don't you just follow the law? Exactly. That sounds so hypocritical. Like, for real, just follow the law. And it's as something as easy as wearing a mask. And you're upset because you got asked to leave. But when a black person is murdered or harassed, that's your excuse, but you can't see it. Okay. Okay. Okay, I see how it is, but I definitely think that's something you need to work on. Just, just my thoughts on that. Something else that I have been loving to look into recently is herbs and holistic medicines, I guess you could say, but mainly herbs. So, I highly recommend looking into them if you haven't already. You don't have to be spiritual. It's seriously amazing. You can make them in a tea. Amazing. Who doesn't love a good tea? You can also just boil them in a pot and then carry that pot around your house or just stand over it to cleanse yourself, cleanse your area. Or you can also smoke them if you are into that. Some really great ones for starters are lavender, that just really calms you down, makes you feel great. Bay leaves are also really great. Mugwort, Damiana, there's so many. I hope I pronounced them right. But there are literally so many you can find an herb for anything. I pinky promise you. Another thing is your crystals. I also recommend getting crystals if you don't have any. You can charge them. I like to charge mine in moonlight you do, I put mine out in the evening so they get some sun and then they sit overnight get the moonlight and then I bring them back in in the morning I do mine on full moons if I can the last time I charged it it was on the night of the lunar eclipse and the full moon was the night after that so I charged them both nights and they are just so amazing each crystal has a different purpose certain crystals are good for certain chakras it is seriously so amazing. I highly recommend looking into it, into them. If you want recommendations, honestly, just send me a message and I will send you some crystals that I recommend. They are so amazing and so fun to collect. I highly recommend it. So my other story time, I told you guys I would be doing like a ghost story 
type thing every episode, so that's what this is going to be. And this is going to be some instances of my grandpa leaving bobby pins around. As I am recording this, I am sitting next to my collection of them. I have about 20 right here with me. I find them everywhere, so I figured I would tell you some fun places that I found them and some stories about them. So the first one I'm going to tell you, I was with my best friend Chase. We were dyeing my hair, and we were in the bathroom, and I went to, like, wash the hair dye out of my hair. This is a while ago. Uh over a year now like a year and a half i was dyeing my hair bright strawberry red bold move i know anyways and there was an open bobby pin sitting right there on the like it was a tub sh and shower combined so it was like that sitting right there and chase was like oh like do it again then if that was you so then later I went into my room and I went to open up like my drawer that I kept my makeup in and sitting right on top of the powder I used every day was an open bobby pin and I was like "Ooh, he did it again and that was just really cool because he was like yeah I'll prove you right here you go another one was I was working at a retirement home. I was an activities assistant and I was going into our little room where we kept everything that we needed. I was opening in the morning so no one was there. And we had a cart that we would use every day to put all of our stuff on. And on that cart there was um, poster boards and they were wrapped in plastic. And underneath the plastic, in between the plastic and the poster board, there was an open bobby pin. I literally have a picture of it on my phone. If you don't believe me, I'll send it to you. That was crazy. Another one was in Mexico. We were staying at a resort in Mexico, and I was walking up the steps, and I looked down, just so happened to look down, and there was a bobby pin right there. Open it up. So he came to visit me in Mexico. And then the last one I'm going to talk about was a while ago. We were sitting in my car and I think one of Chase dropped his jewel or something. So he went to pick it up and it's magnet. So when he picked it up, there was a bobby pin stuck to the end of it open. I have a picture of that as well. If you don't believe me, I'll send it to you as well. But he just thinks of the most clever places and it's always so fun to find them and I'm just like wow he's really out here just always always got something planned I haven't found one in a while so maybe he's scheming but I don't know I just thought that was really I probably have so many more interesting places I just couldn't think of any but yeah I hope you enjoyed hearing that little story time Another thing that I've been seeing a lot of lately, and it's honestly really disgusting, is body shaming, whether that be fat shaming or skinny shaming. I just think it's honestly probably because COVID, people still don't have much to do, and they're bored, and all they can think of to do is belittle people in hopes to make themselves feel better. Probably not working, because if you are that offended by someone's appearance, Baby girl, let me let you know right now, it's because of a insecurity that you have not dealt with. I'll repeat that. It's because of something in you that you haven't dealt with. It's a projection. Literally every single thing you say, do, any judgment you pass is a projection of how you feel and what's truly going on inside of you. So, just keep that in mind. 
Also, mind your business. It doesn't affect you if someone is skinny. It also doesn't affect you if someone is fat. Mind your business. It's literally none of your business. None of your concern. You do not know what anyone is ever going through. So mind your business. If you're not going to ask them how their day is going, maybe don't ask them about their weight. Like, come on. If they wanted to bring it up, they would. If they wanted to talk about it, they would. And also, there are three natural body types. Ectomorph, mesomorph, and endomorph. One's a natural... Oh, also, let me emphasize the word natural. One is a slimmer bill, like, you know. The other one is... It's like slimmer build to bigger bones. That's literally how it goes. It's not that hard of a concept to wrap your head around. People are just lazy and do not feel like educating themselves even a little bit. To understand the fact that a quote-unquote fat person... Like, what? First of all, I hate that that word is now degrading. It's like, it should not be, um... I don't know how to word this. I guess it shouldn't be a bad thing to be called heavy or to be to be heavy because it's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like, we need to stop giving the word fat the power that the people who use that word wanted to have. Okay, fat is beautiful. On that note, um, you could be literally so healthy in really great shape and still be considered overweight or obese and that's fine you're healthy and guess what even if they weren't healthy it's still not your business a skinny person could be so unhealthy but due to society's beauty standards they would get looked at and say oh yeah you look good and nobody would give that a second thought or on the other hand a skinny person can look too thin and people will say well why don't you eat more how you don't know how much they eat they could eat every thing they see and still not gain weight just as a heavier person or a fat person could literally eat salads every meal of the day and never lose weight it has to do with metabolism it has to do with genetic makeup your bone structure literally so many things come into play and the biggest part is guess what it's still not your business stop making people feel like shit because you do it's not cute like you're that offended by a fat person ha- a fat person having confidence in themselves and loving themselves that you feel the need to tear them down? You're gross. That is so gross. Just do better, bro. And also educate yourself because you clearly don't know much. And the people that say this are the ones that will literally go and eat fast food every meal of the day and then turn around and judge someone's health. You don't care about their health, bro. You just don't. So stop doing that. You're being a schmuck, and it's not cool. Another thing that I definitely want to talk about is my dreams. I have had really strange dreams ever since I was small. And when I was little, I would have dreams of places, and then later in life, I would go to those places. Um, It happened with houses and stuff, but one time, I had a dream about a bay, and it was sandy, there was a dock, and all of that. There was a path, benches... And then when I was little, a little bit after that dream, I went to the beach and we stayed in like a development and um, that bay was there. 
And it freaked me out because I was like, I've seen this place before. It was really strange. I also used to get really bad sleep paralysis when I was younger. I would, like, wake up, not really wake up, but you feel like you're waking up, and not be able to move, and I would hear footsteps in my house, and, like, it'd always be someone would be coming to get me. So that sucked, but I think I grew out of it. I learned eventually how to, like, get myself out of it. I would just have to roll my head over, and it was so hard. It took so much energy. I literally, ugh. And I'm just really a claustrophobic person, so when I couldn't move, I had a panic attack in my sleep. Like, hyperventilation station over here, it was awful. I'm so thankful I don't have to deal with that anymore. On top of those weird dreams, I would also just have, like, absurd dreams. For example, one time I was in one of my houses that I lived at. I moved around a decent amount, so I was at a house. And I look out the window in my dream, and I see a tsunami coming down the road. Just casually coming down a street in the middle of Pennsylvania. So, I don't know what that means. And on top of that, I thought it would be a good idea, like, oh, how do I save myself from this? Okay, get in your dishwasher. So I did. And once I got in my dishwasher, my dishwasher suddenly had wheels and I was riding down the road in my dishwasher before you know it to get away from the tsunami and it worked. So if you live in a place that is in risk of being hit by a tsunami, take my advice on it, hop in your dishwasher. I hope it works because it did for me, but it might not for you. So sorry about that one. Another one that I have a lot is, um, people like trying to kill me I feel like that's a common dream for everyone but recently I've been like trying to kill them not random people like I'll be in a dream there's a killer and rather than like running the entire dream I'm like all right let's fight them because it's just like I've had this dream for so long now I feel like I'm just sick of it and then I don't know I didn't even realize I could control my dreams but I definitely kind of little But the weird part is, it's always in the same house. I've never been to this house before, but in my dream, I always know where I'm going in the house. Like, I know my way around it. So it's really strange. But yeah, that's really weird. And um, the other night, I had a really wild dream. It was one of the wildest I've had in a while. It started off with my sister texting me, you need to get home. I was like... Oh, okay. So I go home and she's like, all of the flip-flops in the house are missing. And for some reason, excuse me. And for some reason, I just knew that was bad news. Like every pair of flip-flops in the house is suddenly missing from the spot they were in. We thought that meant, we knew that meant there was someone in the house. So we all band together to go down and look in my basement And when we get down there, my basement is the size of Rhode Island. I'm not kidding you. It was so huge. I'm like, how are we ever supposed to find, like, what? So then that happens. We're looking, we're looking. That part of the dream cuts off. And then I'm suddenly on my front porch and there's a random girl there. And we start fighting. I don't know why we start fighting. And I get a black eye and my right pinky finger, like, completely snaps at the very top, I don't know if that's a joint, 
Is it? I don't know. But it's just gone. So I have to go to the hospital. And I'm in the hospital, whatever, ready to leave. And as I'm going to leave, I'm, like, realizing something very traumatic must have just happened. Because, one, they made me get a therapist when I was in the hospital. And, two, when I was trying to leave, there were news reporters there, like, asking me what was going on. But I was getting ready to leave, still in, like, one of the triage rooms. And I could see the lobby when I was leaving. And as I was trying to walk out this door... 15 men barge through the door with, like, guns, and they start shooting at, there's, like, cameras on the ceiling, and they're shooting them. I'm, like, I don't know what I just got wrapped up in, but I'm just trying to go home. So, I get out of there. All these news reporters are there. I put on a big hat, a very big hat, so people don't recognize me, and I get in my car. Well, once I get in my car, I realize this hat is the size of my car, so I can't turn my head to see. I hit a reporter on accident, and then I go home. Once I get home, from the time I left the hospital to the time I get home, it went from being summer to winter with four feet of snow on the ground. I don't know how that happened. I was trying trying to climb up a hill. I couldn't because of the snow. It was so strange. And that's pretty much where it ended. My grandpa was in it. It was weird. Very weird. I don't even know. But if you, if like you have weird dreams, I just feel like you get used to it. It's absurd, though, and then it just makes me think, like, is this really what my brain does when nothing's happening? Like, that's concerning to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Who knows? So, I have a really funny story of something that happened to me. I think it was two nights ago. Um, My sister, Annette, and my best friend, Chase, and I were all sitting out on my front porch. It was, like, 1130 at night. We were just sitting outside, it was nice out, and my phone was inside, and I hadn't been on it for like an hour because it was pretty much dead. So, my sister tells me, I just got a text from your phone saying, come play. And when I tell you my heart literally probably sunk through my butthole, I'm not kidding, I almost threw up. It was terrifying. I felt like I was in a horror movie, we were like trying to figure out what to do for a while, I was just internally freaking out because so many things were adding up, like, I couldn't figure out if it was a person in my house, a spirit, or a demon child. Like, I, when I picture come play, I picture a small girl, demonic though. So I call my mom, and I'm like, my mom's asleep upstairs with my niece, and I was like, just letting you know this is happening, I'm probably overreacting, but just be up just in case, whatever. So then I'm like, all right, we just need to go inside. So I give my sister a big bucket citronella candle to knock someone out with. I give Chase, um, it was like a big water bottle that was full of water, like a hard thing. And I take a broom and I walk into the house with like a broom above my head, ready to just impale it through someone's eye. And then only to discover that my text from earlier in the day when I told my sister to come play Uno, had just sent. I'm like, first of all, that's so annoying. Why did my text only just now send? And second of all, I learned my lesson. I will literally never tell, say come play again. That's terrifying. It was so scary. I thought I was going to die. I was just hoping the entire time, like, okay, I need something right now that tells me this is fake. 
it, that didn't happen for a while. The situation went on for a decent amount of time, and I was literally thinking something was possessed. It was awful. But now it's a funny story. So there you have that. Speaking of my sister, I've mentioned her a few times in this podcast. Her name is Annette. She is incredible. And her... What is the date today? The 22nd? Yep, today is her two-year anniversary of being... Anniversary? What did I... I think I just combined anniversary and university. Anyways, her two-year anniversary of sobriety. Oh, that's what I combined. Sobriety and anniversary. It's fine. But yeah, she's been clean for two years. And that's just incredible. So, a shout-out to Annette. You're amazing. Love ya. And honestly, that's just a word to people as well who are um, struggling with an addict in the family or anything like that. Um, Just have hope for them. I literally never thought I would see this day for Annette, and it is the most incredible thing in the world. If she can overcome any everything that she's been through in her life, I promise you can too, or anyone in your family can too. There's hope for everyone. I pinky promise you, never give up on people. There is always a chance. There's always hope. You just never know. There, like You cannot underestimate the power of planting a seed and showing love to someone nine times out of ten people aren't going to listen to what you have to say if you are saying it in a rude way or if you're not coming from a place of like genuinely caring about them I don't know how to explain that but you just have to um I guess deliver your messages in a way that would be good for you to receive them as well just think about what you're saying be conscious with what you're saying and just have hope for everyone there's this is beyond addiction too this can go for anything but yeah I just wanted to give a special shout out to my sister because that is amazing and that's a really huge accomplishment and that is something to be freaking proud of that woman has overcome more than most people have in their entire life And she's just so incredible. She deserves to be proud of herself, and she deserves all the goodness in the world. So I just wanted to say a little bit about that. But um, for real, if you are um, struggling with an addict in the family, I really feel for you. That is not easy at all. And um, feel free to reach out to me because I would love to help you through it, be a shoulder to lean on, give you some advice. But we're all just trying to we're all just trying to make it by here, and I think a lot of people forget about that we this can go for anything as well, like just be nice to people because one you don't know what they're going through, and also we are all just trying our best, we are all just trying to figure out this life that we are living, and everyone's path is different and but everyone will always get where they're meant to be. that's for sure. I do know that much, so just have faith in everyone. And have hope that everyone will become their best version of their self. So yesterday, I took my car to get inspected. It was going to be $70. I was like, okay, no big deal. Cool. I get a call halfway through the day. Oh, you need uh, four new tires, $110 each. I was like, oh, 
that's a lot of money. But I was like, okay, okay, fine, cool, thank you. And then two hours later, I get another phone call letting me know that I also need front brakes and my total is now $812. When I tell you I almost threw up right then and there, I mean it. And it just really frustrated me because I know, well, I'll get to that in a minute. So whatever, today I, um, my mom and I decided that we were going to go try to find tires from a different place to make it cheaper. We get there, the tires aren't available, so now I'm waiting until tomorrow for the tires, and then I'm taking my car back to finish getting inspected, to get the front brakes done, whatever. But what I was going to say is I know this man is taking advantage of me. One, because he is... He knows I'm a girl and I probably don't know much about cars. I don't, but I do know that he's ripping me off. And that's just what mechanics do. Mechanics, plumbers, electricians, all of those, like, workers that come in just do their thing on their own. They pay you a ridiculous amount of money for their service and they act like things are wrong when it's not. Even if all of these things are wrong, I know it's still not going to be $112. So that just really annoyed me and... I, it just made me think, like, dude, your business hasn't been affected by this pandemic. I haven't had a job in so long, and I finally got a babysitting job, and now I'm waiting for a few weeks for that one to pick back up again because the mom of the kids I babysit for is a CNA, and um, the facility where she works at has, last I heard, 18 cases of COVID, so I'm waiting for that to clear up. So he just kind of royally screwed me over. And it's really frustrating because I've been, like, screwed over with money several times in the past. And I'm just so sick of people taking advantage of others. Especially in a time like this. Like, come on. But, um, through all of that, I've definitely learned that you get your karma for that. Karma is very real. So this man will definitely get his karma for screwing me over. Because... Um, it's like, is your few extra hundred dollars that you're going to pocket off of this worth one screwing me over this much and putting me in a really hard situation and also losing me as a uh, customer in general? Like, I'm definitely not going back because that's just really screwed up and I don't appreciate it. I've been going there since I got my car and this is the first time he's ever really screwed me over like this and it's just like, okay. But also I'll be in Mexico anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, it just kind of really pissed me off. And it's making everything so stressful. And he just didn't need to do that for his, like, don't take advantage of people and put them in a shitty situation just to profit or benefit yourself. Like, that will come back and bite you in the ass, I promise. You cannot expect to just go through life doing that to people and expect it not to catch up to you. I promise you it will. I literally pinky promise, and I hope it was worth it. But yeah, sorry for the rant. That's just something I was thinking about. And it's just annoying, not even just in my situation, but people do this all the time. Like, stop ripping people off for your work. It's not okay, bro. Like, what? Just because that you think they won't know any better? That's gross. You'll get your karma, I pinky promise. But yeah, that was that. I just wanted to give an update and a little rant because I needed it. I just went there this morning, so I'm it's still fresh and I'm still not happy about it. But we'll get through it. We always do. Everything happens for a reason. I keep telling myself that. I'm going to get ready to app. app? <laughs> I'm going to get ready to rap 
up this episode. Um, but before I do, I just want to say thank you so much for all of the love on the last episode. I really, honestly, was not expecting that. I was truthfully expecting five people to listen. So I really appreciate it, and I appreciate all of you that texted me or sent me kind words it really meant the world to me i've been wanting to do this for a while now so the fact that i have a support system behind me feels really good and i really appreciate it and i also just want you all to know that i will support you fully on all of your dreams because you were doing the same for me and i want you to be happy because this feels so good accomplishing something that you have wanted to accomplish for a while so I urge you all to go out and do what you've been wanting to do. Do the thing because I never thought in a million years I would have a uh, podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but here we are. So just go for it. It is scarier when you're looking at it from afar, but break it down into pieces. Break your goals down and go at it that way. It's so much easier and it feels so good doing something you really want to do. So go for it. Seriously, and if you want to start a podcast, let me know. I would love to help you out with that, too. But, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of the support. I hope you enjoyed this episode as well. We're still working it out. I'm still trying to figure out the audio. I know it's not the best. It's a learning process. This is only the second. I can't speak, so it's a good thing I'm wrapping this one up. It's only the second episode, and I'm learning as I go. But I hope you have a great week. I will talk to you guys next Wednesday. Love you so much. See you later.
Thank <laughs> you.